All right, I got that book you were looking for, Saints. How's this one coming along? Oh, I'm I'm liking the, I'm really liking the story, Torin. I uh, I, I think it's good. I think it's good. I, I'm I'm starting to really get a feel. I'm still a little bit afraid of of uh, uh, Lila. It's Lila. Okay, Lila. Oh, she's fantastic. Still scary. She's still raccoon. So, looks like you made a pretty big dent in it. I, I, I've been hit, I've been hitting this I've been hitting it hard, you know, lots of extra carrot juice just to keep me going. Uh, but uh, no, it's good. I, it makes me want to uh, makes me want to go play in the graveyard. It makes me want to go look at all the uh, all the well, different headstones. I'm not know. sure I'd recommend that. Oh come on! There's so much to see, you know, and and like you, I want to start classifying all these different ghosts, like all these dancing ones. They sound fun, like, but why are they there? And the bigger ones, they sound spooky. And then, well, uh, I, I do like the way this uh, this Ivo, the way he's starting to do his casting. I think it's kind of not nice. I think uh, I think I might want to start working some percussion into the way I'm casting. See if I can get a better rhythm going. You know, I was thinking maybe get. A little more jingles on my feet, maybe like a kick drum somehow, or some ankle, you know what I mean? Or egg shakers, you know. Just read this book about saints and necromancers, and and then maybe make decisions after you do. Yeah, you're probably right. But I got another question: How come there are no goats in the graveyard? You figure these people would like revere their their gravestones and their heritage and they would have like goat farmers out there eating all the shrubs and all the grasses and the sheeps eating all this stuff well i guess you haven't been out in the cemetery much but no i'm i've been kind of stuck in here it's not just ghosts out there oh yeah what else is out there keep reading i'll have to keep reading hey hey I'm about due for a break. You want to go get some breakfast? I could use some breakfast. They keep talking about their different foods and stuff, like their their crepes. I don't. I could go for a you know nice good crepe or something. Sure, the third shift's not that far. We can we can go get something. Oh sweet. Well, hey, I don't even know what time it is. Is it, is it breakfast time? I guess it's always time for breakfast. It's always time for breakfast. Hey, thanks, Torn. Third shift is already busy by the time the two of you get back. People enjoying drinks. Uh, Looks like another group of salters has finished their shift and they're meeting up with the crew who's going to take the night shift. Before long, he's young. He's got a wide-brimmed hat with a feather in it. His plumage is sort of a grayish blue and he's got a satchel over his shoulder, uh, which he takes a, a clipboard out of and says, Alright, who's here for the tour? That would be me. <laughs> Same. Names? Lila. I'm Ivo. Uh, Alright, you didn't make a reservation. That's fine. We've got some room. Alright, it's going to be five silver each, and we're going to get ready to go in about ten minutes. Wait for people to come and uh, get themselves ready. If you want to sit down and and uh, order a quick drink. They actually allow you to take them a walk around town with them too, so it's fine. Okay. All right, I'm adding that I paid five gold. Silver. Or five yeah. silver, I mean. I think I'm not getting a drink this time. Do you want something? No, 
Lila, Lila is great. Laughter, no. Okay. Yeah, the two of you have actually just come off of uh, a late, late breakfast with right. Agatha. So you've probably got full stomachs and, uh, yeah. We are satiated. Yep. A little bit of time goes by. Other people gather around this Ision, and before long, the tour is ready to start. He gestures for everybody to, uh, to gather around and says, Hello, everyone. My name is Branch. Welcome to Afterlife Tours. I hope you are all ready to walk. This is going to probably be about a two-mile tour tonight. We're going to pace ourselves. We'll probably stop at a few inns on the way. Uh, about halfway through, we'll take a little bathroom break. And and uh, if you want to stop and get drinks, like I said earlier, we've got an agreement with the, with the local law enforcement, with local paladins. If you want to take drinks on the road, we can do that here. Are we all wow. ready to go? Okay, cool. Ready as I'll ever be. Yay! Yay. <laughs> so excited! I'm in the papoose. <laughs> I don't. I don't wear a papoose. This isn't battle buddies. Oh, <laughs> but you're on my shoulder, like you've I been. Mean. That's fine. Sorry, wrong game. <laughs> the the group heads out. Branch leads what are probably twelve or thirteen tourists out towards the cemetery. The sun has just gone down, and you can see the fog gathering behind the fence as he begins his tour. And as he begins his tour, the two of you hear stories that you have heard uh, about a dozen times so far about the founding of Greenfield and, and all that good stuff and how long things have been around. And he takes you uh, along the fence of this cemetery up towards the town. The first stop is in the lowest tier. It's not that far from the third shift, and it is an old ramshackle building that looks like it was built a couple hundred years ago. Hmm. And Branch begins to tell you the story of the murder that happened oh, in this building. Murder. And the people who still haunt it to this day. You don't see any lights in the windows or anything, but the story is is chilling, and he tells it in a way that has, has people clutching onto their friends and a little bit shaken up. Question. Yes. Can Lila make a perception check on Mr. Branch? What would you like to look for? Eh, see how much he's lying um, or sure. how much is made up. That, that's about. more like, in, I think, incites the word that you're that's looking what for. I, was I don't know about. if there's... It is about perception like, in this game. Okay. That is perception. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Finish what you were saying about him and then I'll roll perception. Yeah, sure. Okay. He talks about the his group of investigators. Um people who attended the Applegate School and people from elsewhere in the country who have done investigations in this house and seen the ghost, seen mysterious happenings. Yeah, if you want to do your perception check, it's going to be against a okay. red and a purple. All right. Um, give me a reason I should argue for another dice. <laughs> you should always argue for a boost. I would, I would argue that because he's not like hiding anything. He's standing up front, leading a bunch of people. This shouldn't be hard for you no. to see. Um, Through his shenaniganry. I don't think there's any shenaniganry. I don't know why you are instantly suspicious I of everybody. I am a bad cop, okay? <laughs> I'm suspicious of everyone. I know you are. <laughs> so, I'll give you a boost uh, because he is, uh, he is obviously putting on a show. He is uh, the center yeah. of attention. And Theatrics. he... 
what was that? Like theatrics, like yeah. Kinda... See how much of it is theatrics and how much okay. of it is is true. So is that the yellow or the green one? That's I a get blue. A blue. All right, sweet. I got my boost. All right, here we go. Roll. Three successes, one threat. You're yeah. obviously checking this guy out in in like a like you know what you're doing professional sort of way. <laughs> but he is telling the truth, and uh, right. I think the next leg of the tour he addresses you specifically with the mm. the place that he shows mm. was it because it was it a raccoon that was murdered who was murdered <laughs> and this one was uh it was a human who was murdered he oh, he was a a patient of a doctor it's a very creepy story oh oh thank you but the next one, the next house, as you go up the hill to the mid-tier, he stops out front and begins the story. And mm. would you like to describe what happened in this building and what the building is? Wait, so we just were like in a hospital setting? The first one was, it was like, it looked like a home. Yeah, but, uh, but the victim was victimized by a doctor, he said. But you get to describe the next one. Describe the next house? Yeah, the next building and what happened there. Oh, next building. Okay. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to say it's a hatter shop. Like, uh, like yeah. Like, mm -hmm. not, uh, so, and I'm going to, it's almost Sweeney Todd-esque, I was thinking. Like, oh, well, that's why they were called Mad Hatters, though, because of all the merc mercury that was in them. So, but the Hatter went crazy that was making it because he was using too much mercury on making the hats and what was mercury even used for in hat making you don't know the history of hat making no let's I... get into it okay so the reason why the mad hatter was became about was because they used mercury to make hats for the gentlemen gentlemen hats and so when you put mercury on somebody's head it it makes you go crazy <laughs> Oh, it was used to toughen the fur's fibers yeah. to make them mat together more effectively. Okay. Yeah. So what he would do... So like fur hats and stuff had were just like, they were used to moisten the fibers. Mm -hmm. Wow. So they just soaked these things in mercury. Cool. It's crazy. <laughs> this is the mercurial specter of Mueller millinery. Millinery. Millinery is hat making. So, so he goes mad. Did he start killing patrons or does he so, off himself or what? I'm just going to say like he started opening his hat shop late at night and any poor unfortunate soul that happened to walk in, he would draw them back and then hide them in his cellar and they would go crazy because he would put their hats on them. Oh, until they passed he needed, away. He needed, he needed models. He needed models for his hats. And I'm sorry, that was really dark. <laughs> it could have been darker. Could have been darker. <laughs> so at this at this spot, Branch pulls out a little jar from that, that satchel that he has, this big leather bag at his side. And as he's telling the story, he is showing off this little jar that has a little swirl of mercury in, in the bottom. Oh. And in the dark of this late fall evening, you can see that there's a little bit of glow from the interior. Oh. <laughs> and then you move on to the third stop, 
which is actually the library that you got your information at earlier the today. The library! Go figure. <laughs> and here he, he tells the story of the site that this library was built on, where a battle took place uh, hundreds of years ago, and the specters of soldiers haunted this place. He actually tells the story of Agatha Applegate, who took care of the problem here. Mm. And then what's the fourth stop? Did Logan do this one? Yep. <laughs> Remember the uh, haunted hamburger? Yeah. <laughs> okay, backstory. Hold on. We went for our anniversary to Sedona, and there's this little creepy town up in the side of the mountain called Jerome. And it, Jerome, Arizona. Jerome, Arizona. And Jerome has one thing going for it, and that is its ghost stories. And so you can go to a place in Jerome, Arizona. The food's really good. Um, yeah, it, I mean, the, the food is great, but it's called the Haunted Hamburger. So, <laughs> so I, I want to say that the next stop, especially since they said that they would have like a halfway marker where people uh-huh. could like stop and like use the restroom or yeah. or uh refresh themselves or whatever but i i say it's at like a pub um where you could get like sandwiches that kind of like pub fare you could get a drink so it's not the third watch but it's uh it's it's just another <laughs> pub in town is that okay can there be another but pub in town? like yeah. the thing is is i think you should make it okay so here's the one weird thing about jerome arizona mark the whole city is like on stilts okay well, it's built it's literally built on the side of a mountain yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, so this is built into this, a hill yeah. so yeah. so it could it could be very similar it, yeah but um but yeah let's have a haunted pub be the next place and i liked i liked the ghost stories in jerome nothing was nothing was super violent or anything like that but things could just get annoying for anybody who was building in Jerome mm-hmm. because their tools would get moved things would go missing they might set up a ladder in one place and then the ladder would be like set up somewhere else and like everybody swears that they didn't move it but you just kind of had those sort of like like mischievous things going on and it could get dangerous if you know you're up on scaffolding and things start to move you know yeah. so I don't think in Jerome's story anything ever got crazy but i think maybe since we're on this ghost tour i I think maybe these these sorts of like mischievous things did actually result in somebody like falling falling off scaffolding because you know a leg of it was i could see it moved or a hammer was moved to someplace unfortunate and it fell on somebody's head you Mm -hmm. know down below Mm -hmm. so something something like that happened and somebody was actually unfortunately fatally wounded but that was just the inspiration it doesn't need to be exactly like Jerome. Right, right. i'm just saying let's go to a haunted pub where yeah. the ghosts mess with people mischievously but it did result in at least one death of like somebody falling so yeah it's the the, the happy holda the happy holda <laughs> oh holdas because that's that works for you yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's his ghost Happy holder. Oh, and Ken, I I want Ivo to grumble under his breath when he sees the name of this fourth stop. Just, of course, of course, Holdus. It had to be Holdus. <laughs> so Branch stays outside while all the rest of the people go in and grab drinks and use the facilities and 
it's uh, it's about a ten minute stop before you all get going again. Fun. Okay. Did you have anything that you wanted to ask him? This would be a good time, or we yeah, can continue the I'll tour. Yeah, I'll stay outside and just start off casually, like, so Branch, how how long you been doing this? Uh, what the the ghost hunting or the tours? Yes. I like your voice, by the way. It's uh, very deep and raspy. <laughs> it's like I have one idea for my characters. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been ghost hunting? Ghost hunting since I was uh, what, 14. I wow. went to Applegate School, so they start us young. Yeah. How old is he? Maybe in his late 30s. She's been doing it for half of his life. 15 years, yeah. Um... 15 plus. Wait, late 30s. Yeah, yeah, he's no, been doing it for 20 than, years. That's more, it's closer, yeah, as I say, more 25. Is the ghost tours just a side gig for you? Yeah, um, I mean, ghosts in town have been dwindling. I mean, the school takes care of most of them. There's still, still a lot out at the cemetery, obviously. I got family in town. I don't really, really want to go out that far. I, ghost tours are fun, and uh, I do them, you know, five days a week and take a day off and the last day I'm usually out with uh, with my crew doing a hunt or uh, an investigation or something like that. Have you seen anything weird recently? Anything abnormal? No, what kind of abnormal? I mean, none of this stuff is normal. Well, like, the ghost that you saw, I don't think that that's normal, right? Can we just tell him about the ghost, you know, the one that came up from the middle of the cemetery, moved west towards the town? Yeah. Just you tell him about that? Yeah. Yeah. I have seen that one. I have not encountered it. Uh, it is a little weird. Seems like a big deal. I've only seen it from a distance and there have been stories, but, you know, stories. Well, first showed up a little bit after the lantern went missing. Um, but yeah, nobody really knows who it is or how to go after it. It seems like it might be a tough one. I wonder if it... What do you want to ask him? I don't I don't have anything other than that. You're talking about the ghost that we saw at the... You saw it. I didn't even yeah, see it. The really I... bright one. I was, all, really I was all distracted by paladins that were fake, so... You know, if, if we're lucky, we'll see it tonight. Uh, one of the next stops is a big overlook of the cemetery. Great. Well, maybe... Does anybody have like a binoculars or you know telescope i don't think we have any of that in our gear are we allowed to buy some if there was one in such place i mean i don't have a spyglass but uh could i talk to the person who's running the pub for drinks <laughs> and see if they have something i could even borrow I, all he was offering was us to question this tour guide and you're yep. stretching it yeah you do have a story point if you want to flip it i do want to flip it Okay. <laughs> now we have no story points. Yes. Oh, we do. Dang it. That's um, fine. Don't worry about it. Where's the story coin? At? We'll be fine. Here you go. All right. There I'm asking is. for binoculars, spyglass, or telescope. Uh, he looks and he, he like reaches into his bag. I might, you know, I might have something actually. Fiddles around in there for a second and pulls out a, a small spyglass, probably like eight inches long. Ah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could use this up at the. Up at the Overlook if you want. Fantastic. Thank you. Yep. I could tell that you two, you were really into this stuff. <laughs> well, you know, she's going to start fiddling with the spyglass to figure out how it works. So okay. that way she gets a really good perspective. The tour starts back up. 
Okay. The next place, the last place before this big, uh, before the overlook is this, um, it used to be a pub before it closed down. And they say that about a hundred years ago, there was somebody who was angry that somebody had apparently stolen his pigs. Ah! And there, there was a duel on the staircase and somebody tripped and fell down the staircase and died there. And they have been haunting the place since. Hmm. And then they move on to this overlook. I think you've actually been to this overlook before. You can see the entire cemetery spread out in front of you. The glows of tons of dead things moving slowly around in blues and whites and yellows. And I'm going to flip a story point. Okay. Ah! Branch goes on talking about the cemetery and the history of the cemetery. Um, a lot of it's stuff that you've heard before, that it's been around since uh, before this town was founded and all that. And in the center of it, you, you're you looking at the spot that you think that the Applegate Memorial is, right towards the center of the place. Mm. And you see a dim white glow. Oh, okay. I pull out the telescope or the spyglass to get a better look. Aiming that spyglass at the center, you see the shape of a person partially obscured by fog. You can't quite, with that story point flip, you can't quite make out what exactly they look like. Mark. But they're gone. <laughs> yep. It's okay. <laughs> they are skinny with, you could actually probably compare them to the statues. You're getting glimpses of those statues in, in this memorial as well. And it, it looks like it is a little bit taller than the statues, like unnaturally tall hmm. and thin and gaunt. And it, as you look at it, begins to brighten and brighten and brighten. And then as it brightens to its full brightness, it's just sort of lost in this bright glow of, of the fog around it. You can't make out exactly where it is anymore. And then it streaks across the cemetery, straight towards the two of you. Oh no! And disappears at the wall that's beneath your feet. What if it's? That's the same one. I I want to. Can we assume that this is the same one that she's seen before? Mm-hmm. Yes. Same path. That's you're in the a different one. spot, but it's the same path. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Do you still have some of those things to throw at it? No. I mean, it's it, gone now. It, yeah, it, it, it goes zooms and then it disappears. Yeah, it has disappeared. What if, if it's that, trying? What if that is the light? It, it like, is. What the if light. the what do you mean? The lantern. Like what? Because you know the rumor is that Applegate put his soul in the lantern, and he. Maybe what if he just escaped and he's trying to get? It back. doesn't look like he's escaped. <laughs> if he's running the same track every night, yeah. he's still there. So maybe during the day we have to try to look and see where his track is going. Because I'm guessing, does, does can I roll? It's um, just a hard thing to find something that half the people in the town don't even care if it's found. And the other half the people say that it can't be found because it's been over, you know, forever. It's been over a year, right? It's been, it's been a it's long been, time. Yeah, it's been over a year. Can it's I? been over a year since this thing is gone. And then here we show up. We're like green adventurers and we're like we'll find it it's been over a year nobody Other else has people find have it. gone look for looking for it and have gone missing it's disappeared right oh, so yeah. there's no information okay and I... then yeah you get this 
ghost that runs the same track every night. I definitely think that's important. Okay. I well, the track. I mean, okay. My question is, can I roll perception mm-hmm. to see if I can see any track like trail left in like where this ghost is beaming to? Uh, my my question is similar but different um, in its like goal. I'd like to roll perception as well for for what it's worth from Ivo's roll, but I want to, I just want to see if it's hitting any specific landmarks. It's starting in the center, which is Mm -hmm. a big landmark that we've been to. Does Mm -hmm. it hit any other important landmarks when it, when it comes towards the town? Well, you can tell it definitely doesn't go anywhere near the monument of uh, St. Angelus. Right. That battle of Verdon Fields. Okay. But I will let you both roll a perception check if you want. We can argue for boosts. That's true. You can argue for boosts, but I'm giving you setbacks because it's dark. Right. Um, Okay, I'm going to say I'm going to argue for boosts because I have the spyglass. So I'm going to look look through to see if I can find any. You can have a boost for the spyglass. Yes, blue. And it's against the. Dang it. Go back. What? Yeah, what are we rolling against, Mark? You're rolling against two purples. I want a boost because we expected this to happen. Hmm. Like okay. this, this wasn't something sure. that was okay. Uh, so it's two purples, and don't forget the black die too. Oh, oh, my bad. I didn't put the die at black. That's okay. You can just roll a black die. Oh, one threat. Okay, I forgot. And hers is blank. Wow. So Ivo rolled overall two advantages and a triumph, no successes. Right. And Lila rolled one success. Okay. So with Lila's success, looking through that spyglass, following the path that this that this ghost took, you definitely saw that it started at the Applegate Memorial. Okay. It started among those statues. And as it moved towards the wall that you are standing on top of, you you just you watched it go as well as you could because it was so bright in that darkness. And tracing its path to this wall, you see that it begins to get even more overgrown and untended than any of the other parts of the cemetery that you've been in. Okay, so that's the area that I thought maybe that we should cut down. So there's three three advantages. Do they not do anything because I didn't succeed? No, you still get to spend those advantages okay. and you still get to spend that triumph. Right. Can you hold and on? I can okay. give you the uh, at least one of the advantages, if you'd like. Yeah. So you are paying trying to pay attention to the thing out there in the cemetery, and Lila is like watching its path and pretty concentrating pretty hard on it. Ivo, in addition to trying to look and see it, he is also has an ear on the tour, and he hears Branch talking. The old part of the cemetery, right below us, right now, it's it's been untended for years. It's pretty much the last place the Salters are going to go. It's been out of use for a long time, and and there are, are few tombs that are remembered down there. So yeah, if something was going to be hidden, somewhere is this is you're right. That is the place. I want to make sure Kayla's remembering correctly. That is the place that she had recommended that we clear before, right? Yeah. And yeah. can I spend your other advantage? I'm, I'm f- yeah, I, I would, I would spend it. You recall 
from being among the Applegate statues that the one Faraday among them was looking over his sh- her shoulder. Right. That's what towards the town area. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So here's here's what I'm I I think I understand. I've been reluctant to do it, but I think that you're right. I think we have to explore the unexplored part of the cemetery. I'm just afraid that I'm not going to defend you well enough, and we're going to get Die. it. We're going to get it. <laughs> we become the ghosts. Because <laughs> nobody else who's ever gone there. But yeah, Salters won't go there. You know, Salters won't go there. There's a there's a out of place statue that's looking that direction. It's in the path of this special ghost. Like, I mean, Mark is giving us all the hints that we need. I, 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 I'm just so reluctant to do it. But yeah. What if we do it during the day and cleared during the day and then kept watching at night until we can get a clearer view? Or, or we just search it by day when supposedly we're a little safer. The thing is, is I think that this might be a plot that um, involves more than the dead. There's somebody alive who's involved with us. I agree. And they're not going to just be there during nighttime. You know, and if we go messing around during the daytime, we're visible too. So it's not like we're going to be able to do this secretly. But yeah, it's it is one way or the other. That's where we got to go. Okay. What if we hire Grant? But let's make sure we finish out this tour too. Like any other stops that he wants to make, I'm game for it. Let's hire Branch to be our protector. No. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) You're the one who's hesitant. I mean, we could always just tell Agatha what we're up to, and like we could be like, "Hey, if we don't come back, this is what happened to us." No, Agatha might. (laughs) Well, because maybe that's the difference. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why like nobody ever heard of the others because they didn't tell anybody what we're they're doing. I I mean, I'm fine just telling Agatha like, "Hey, this is what we're doing. If we're not back in a day." Yeah. At it's least, like at least you know where to get yourself. started, because then that way they can build off of knowledge. I think the problem is, is that nobody's talking to anybody, and there's mm-hmm. no like building off of knowledge, you know. But at least if Agatha knew what our plan was, if we don't come back in 24 hours, it means something. Like that even happened. if we're not 100 percent right, we were right about something, and she can start from there. Yeah, well, that's a, that's saying. at least a worthwhile sacrifice. Right. I mean, yes, telling somebody is important if you're going to go romp anywhere that yep. is not civilized okay but i think i understand i no i appreciate spending the advantages mark i still mm-hmm. have a triumph but you do have a triumph i, I can you save that well no i i mean not unless i was going to use it pertaining to a triumph something you like can this. use to like um maybe see this more, like super clear no um or what about the tomb downstairs he said there's a tomb or, let me let me just see if from this perspective, okay. mm-hmm. you know, because we're still kind of new to town, but we've mm-hmm. been to the cemetery a couple times now, once with Salters, once with a, a personal tour guide. We've seen it from a couple different angles, and now we're looking at it from this overlook again. Mm-hmm. What I would like to say is that I can map out a quick route for the two of us from this escape perspective. Route. Escape route. Is that okay? Like, I know once we get back down on ground level, like, I don't want to get lost. I want to know what our goal is and and be able to remember it. Can like, I prepare what markers? it looks like from this bird's eye view. Is that okay? Sure, yeah. Map, so map in my head. As this thing moved, it moved so quickly that the fog around it dissipated. Okay. And you get a good idea of what the ground looks like around there you see okay uh, spots of patchy trees and shrubs and a few 
large tombs, and you can also spot the places where ghosts are clustered down there. Places oh, that you might want to avoid. Okay. Hey, I like that. Places that we might want to avoid. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Let's okay. finish out this tour. The tour of about a dozen of you moves on from this overlook and heads back down the hill in the general direction of the third shift. There is another stop at a an old haunted bakery where <laughs> Branch is laughing about this one. This one's like a, sort of a local joke of a- They use too much bleach. <laughs> he's like a pastry ghost that uh, swirls shapes in the flower while you're not looking. Oh, okay. And the, the last stop before he drops you off at the, the third shift again is the base of this cemetery, that, that entryway that you- took in before and he does something that like all, all the the people on the tour are, are like oh worried as he walks into the cemetery with his uh, rapier drawn to give the last bit of this tour it's the brave adventurer ghost hunter right. he is right right because but he doesn't actually go far enough in where he's in any day he stays no, close to the yeah, iron case from yeah. your experience the place that he is in is is, right. is well salted and ghosts aren't going to go there and it's been right. tended after for years good yeah. show yeah <laughs> and he drops you off for the third shift okay. and stays around for people who have questions and a couple of people give him tips and generally just hangs out at the third shift while a crew of salters leaves and heads into the cemetery of course. I mean, we've asked everybody else, and everybody else in town knows what we're up to. I don't sure. I don't see why. I mean, at this point, if we've alerted our presence to the bad guys, we've alerted our presence to I'm the bad guys. Sure. Yeah. So I think before going up to their room to rest, mm -hmm. Ivo would probably just want to pick Branch's brain on, you know, his thoughts on the missing lantern. Sure. And, you know, I'll just say something like, so you're doubly qualified, it seems like, as both a hunter and a tour guide. You must know a lot of the things around this locale. Plus, you live here. What are your thoughts on the missing lantern? He's uh, sidled up to the bar, this big, <laughs> heavy wood bar, and uh, mm -hmm. a Durin is serving drinks. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I mean, I, I, I think the rumors are true. I think it was a, I think it was a Faraday, but I mean, there are so many of them. Who, which one is it anyway? So, hmm. I don't, you two are looking for it then? Well, you could say that. <laughs> also, this spyglass is very handy. Can I buy it off of you? Uh, <laughs> uh, sure, I would take a very generous tip. Thanks for listening to Tales from the Gray Library. The Lost Lantern features the voices of Kayla and Logan from the Battle Buddies podcast. Battle Buddies is an actual play D&D podcast focused on collaborative storytelling, exciting adventures, and meaningful friendships. You can find them wherever you get your podcasts, and they have new episodes every other week. If you liked today's episode, be sure to subscribe to Tales from the Great Library for reminders about new episodes. Be sure to also leave us a rating and a review wherever you get your podcasts. Tales from the Gray Library is based on The Other Place by Mark Eberhardt. If you like this story, be sure to listen to The Other Place and Fenrain Files 
wherever you get your podcasts. Tales is played using the Genesis system by Fantasy Flight Games and Edge Studio. Tales is produced by Nightcast Creative. To find out more about us and the podcasts we make, visit nightcastcreative.com.